So, I'm at Durdle Door again, and it's been raining today. It was raining till 10 o'clock, and it started raining again, actually. Uh, but what I'm planning to do, rain is good, cold is good, heat is not. I am attempting to walk the two and a half miles to White Noss, and I'm going to do it slowly, a bit like a snail, as slowly as possible, but I want to get there because I'm planning to move from Yulee's tomorrow, which is Wednesday. And I've got water, I've got food. Stupidly, I've got my cap. So the one thing that the freshener, luckily I brought a t-shirt to block my very burnt neck. There will be probably less of a problem this, this today. Yes, I I like it. I, I think I prefer Dirtle Door when it's like this, when it's sort of raining and grey in this part of the world. Although it makes it difficult to do artworks, <laughs> but I, you know, it's less people, less bullshit. The odd person who, who odd rude walker. Like there was, I was walking up and there's so many paths down. You know, I'm, I'm not drawing. I'm walking up that hill in Oppie Downey 2 that I posted a few episodes ago was it 6 or 5 and you can see all those rivulets are at each one is a path I probably didn't draw all of them there's many of them and I was coming up and someone was coming I think it looked like a German couple were coming down and they could have easily seen I was coming up and gone to another oh no they had to come down the very route I'm coming up and that's why I had to wait for them so it's like that kind of silliness. <laughs> but yeah, this today very much has been headphones on, let's get this done, and basically screw anyone else. Because, you know, after six days of bullshit from locals and visitors are like at Holiday Park people, I am not in the mood for any of their shit so headphones on and fuck you all and I'm gonna get to White Noss or Nose or however you say it <laughs> first hill done and legs are okay it was funny I came up and someone was saying they made it I said, no sorry got four, four more of these made <laughs> to White North and we have a group of cows at the top huddling together which is a bad sign but I don't feel cold because um, I'm wearing my long trousers today which is probably good keep them warm and dryish I do have more layers actually I'm boiling <laughs> from walking up the hill so I do have a pack of mac Amazingly, the park shop had these packer mats. Didn't have these packer mats. I kept asking day after day after. Suddenly, they arrive on the way any day. I thought they might do that, but they have them in stock. They can't be bothered to bring them out. That was like, Argh. well, that would be lovely to draw, except it is chucking it. <laughs> so I'm looking at what I think is butter rock. And the little mini thing, which I drew from the... Uh, yeah, no, I drew from 
on that Oppie Downy too. So I'm sort of coming up to there now. I'm just coming down the hill. The next one's a bit less severe, I think. But then, if I remember correctly, there's a really sh- there's a shitty one at the end which I I booked on. Um, and then I think there's another one. Is it three or four of these? So I'll check in at each one. And you can hear how exhausted I am. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm taking pictures. Hopefully, if it stops pissing it down, I can do some drawing (laughs) or painting. Because, yeah, I haven't got anything with me that's that waterproof. Kind of. But not really rain-workable. Apart from maybe graphite. But I don't really want to get my sketchbook that, that... that drenched and rather ominously the sound of silence remix which i played on the podcast came on when i started you know hello darkness my old friend um uh, i forget who's by um uh, i think it's luxury i think and i was like oh that's perfect mood but yeah it's a very dark mood for what's supposed to be a sort of yes go get him experience but it suits my mood more. I have some people coming up. I bet they choose the path I go down on. Because they always do. That's hill two. I might not be as out of breath as you thought I would. Because I... And also look at the time time. I'm thinking, hey Tim, how did it... Why did it take like two, three hours to walk hill? No, I stopped and painted what will probably be... Unless we do something better... <laughs> the episode artwork which is of butter rock and i think bat hole which i'm actually standing on the promontory of bat hole which is like a, a mini chalk turtle I, I drew it um that was the one in the distance i drew when i the upper in oppie downy two that's that little notch in the in the bottom of the cliff and the the rock so i did a closer version uh in fact too i it was raining so i decided as a crazy person to do a drawing in the rain which i realized afterwards because i was using lyra graphite was not the wisest thing to do because um how do you dry it <laughs> in the middle of a rainstorm i was like i had it under my i've got on these cheap ponchos but thankfully they're quite large so I was just kind of like fanning it under there and most of it dried but I think I had to blot a lot of it unfortunately I'm a bit like my hat I didn't bring my blotting paper I forgot to put my blotting paper from my old sketchbook into the new one so had to <laughs> it had to be blotted on a half of a leaflet for Corfe Castle which I found on the street as you do so yes the piece uh which i assume is just called bat hole or maybe butter rock and bat hole i don't know which sounds like some kind of crazy super duo super hero duo oh wow people are actually running down that's a really silly thing to do They're actually running down the hill that's how you slip and hurt yourself but anyway uh yes so yeah butter rock and bat hole, yes. Da 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 bat hole. So it was a sort of a piece on the 
the cheaper 30% cotton paper I got from Artway, I haven't used that this trip, a Swan vintage pen, one of the first ones I got, and watercolour. It's pretty good. I'd like to work some shadows, but I, I realised I was sitting on an ant's nest and, <laughs> and I looked at the clock and it was like four o'clock. I'm like, oh dear. You know, if I'm going to make uh, the bus by eight o'clock at over Oromoine, which is interesting, the, the taxi driver I used to get to... Maybe I'm knocking his door and I don't know his address, but the taxi driver that I used to get to St. Abbas yesterday lives in Oromoine, so... I found that quite funny. <laughs> but yes. Actually, no. Um, this is Bat Hole. I was slightly lying. There seems to be a little bit more hill left. But yeah, it's starting to... I'm glad the rain stopped. Because, yeah, it means I can stop and do work. It was getting a bit... You know... I was walking without the... You know, I can't walk with... What's basically a plastic blag on me. Yeah, breathable Gore-Tex, but I have a wonderful, amazing, navy Gore-Tex jacket. Only 30 quid. Check your army surplus. It, I mean, it's Gore-Tex, their version of Gore-Tex. It's brilliant. There's only two problems with it. It's black. With reflective strips. Guess what's stupid... And uh, I don't—I don't know if I should flag this podcast as explicit, but yeah, C bombs, C words, C and three stars. Guess what? Stupid people think you are. Yeah, the people who don't understand the difference between a navy coat, which has a hood, and police coats. I've looked into this because policemen wear their helmets; they don't have hoods. But you know. Stupid people think you're a copper. I had abuse last time in October from Weymouth and it happened again. I didn't mention it. But there seems to be a thing where people in stupid people in Weymouth are like shouting at you from cars. And it's not usually compliments. So I have a mixed feeling about Weymouth really. It's sort of one of these places where it's like a very much a resort town but obviously there's a whole bunch of people who hate the people who come and seem to especially hate rucksack backpackers even more so yeah beware in better way method it can be a bit rough you know i kind of got attitude on the first trip and i got attitude on this trip and what happened was i got some shade from this woman because it was the during the heat wave she stopped to let me go and because I didn't performatively, because it's too bloody hot, say, thank you. She was like, oh, you're welcome. You know, it's just shit like that. I mean, it was more abusive back in October. With it. it was I can, understandable if I was a copper. Because um, I think it was right at the time of the Sarah Everard stuff. But you'd think that a military town, as is Weymouth... You hear army coppers, coppers, army choppers, not coppers, army choppers, and marine choppers, sort of doing their exercises in the bay, and maybe even coast guard. You think they'd maybe know the difference between 
the fact that if it's got reflective strips and it's black, it's never word police on it on the back. It's, you're not a copper. But I was wearing my Breton cap and dumb, drunk, stupid people thought I was a copper. And so I was loath to bring it, even though it's quite lightweight and it's brilliant. And also I've, I, I pulled out my Pacamac. I have a nice Pacamac, Pacamac. But again, back, back nearly a week ago. It was about a week ago now when I was packing. Um, we had a heat wave. It wasn't misty, raining and cold, which is, as I've said, great walking weather because you don't get overheated so much. You know, when you welcome a nice rain shower to cool you down. Especially walking up these uppy downies, as I called them, but the four or three hills between White Noss and Durdle Door. I didn't... I, I took the bus, I cheated on the first one, which is Durdle Door itself. But there's actually steps up it, and I mean proper, like, concrete steps. <laughs> you know, so it's... It's less of a challenge, it's just a bit like, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like walking up a very large staircase, which probably explained my knocking on Durdle Door reference even more. Okay, so we've got two miles to Littleworth Cove, three to Ringstead, eight and a half to Weymouth, I'm not doing that, though, well, you know, I have done once, I'm, yeah, I'm not... I'm not 30 or 35 anymore, 30 or I'm still 35 or 40, so mumble. <laughs> so if Ringstead is three, that means White North is two, because uh, White North is uh, one mile from Ringstead. Yeah, good. Oh, I've just seen the more, the next hill. This is going to be fun anyway. Speak to you in a bit. And that's hill three. I'm on top of, or Oppie Downy three. Uh, yeah, I didn't stop so much at time. I did a quick, and I mean quick, a parallel pen ink piece of towards white nos and something called the bear, which I don't know if it's a rock or it's a a cliff. I don't know what the on my Osmand open source map. I didn't see a. We're still climbing a bit, so. Oh, I know where I am now. Excellent. I can see the... Uh, triangulation beacon. And I mentioned it. I think I might have mentioned it. About the boarded trip. I don't know if I did. But I know where that is. I got there that last time. So maybe I'm closer to White Nuss than I thought. It depends if there's another... Up in there, up down in between that. Do you think there is? That's the that one is the evil one. The one that defeated me last time. Maybe it was that one I did. It did look kind of familiar, but I was so tired I wasn't paying much attention. So yes, the, the parallel pen piece and wash of the cliffs. Quite quick and chaotic. And using the sketching, I remixed, remixed all my parallel pens and added some more colours. Because what I do is I 
add in between colours, so blue-black. Um, a sort of an orangey-red. Well, it's an orangey-yellow, actually. And a purpley one. Purple-blue and a green. I think there's a green. Is it the green and yellow or there's a green one? Or brown? No, there's a brown. It's a brown. A bit of reddish-brown, so that can cover reds, because it shades to red when you wash it. The blue-black which when you put it on it looks quite dark you wash it, it comes out blue um, then the yellow with orange and orangey to contrast the uh, the green uh, but it's a greeny greeny yellow actually actually it might be an orangey yellow I'm not sure if I've got green anymore in the, in the stack because um, I found that you can just sort of mix the yellowy one and the greeny one the blue to, to get that anyway and quite often just use the blue shades. I had a bit of yellow, but this time I just did it all in blue, the blue-black. So I, I found that the green was a bit too much. But I take the sketch ink and the yellow Diatrementis document ink. Although I think I think this time I was using more of the newer. They do like a Rora and Klingner do an orangey yellow. Oh, it's like a reddish. It looks reddish. It comes out more orange. So it's like an orange. So I think I was using bits of that. And maybe a bit of yellow from the Diatramentis. And yes, you can mix them. You have to be careful with sort of ranges of things, uh, whether you can mix them. But carbon inks tend to be pretty inert. So carbon is very inert. So you should be fine. Certainly all the D-Atramentis document inks you can mix together and the sketch ink, range, sketch ink range can be mixed as well. So, But anyway, yeah, that was interesting quick. Though, if I realised I was near the... I don't know, it looks like a... I don't know if it's a triangulation beacon or a, or a Cleopatra's needle. But it's a... I remember this on my walk originally and I've heard stuff about it uh, I think it's more modern but it's <sighs> these things are either, are either built by some eccentric local like at Swanage all that sort of stone garden stuff um, or they're military <laughs> so yeah I'm here so I'm closer than I thought it was White Nos half, and it is 5.30, so looks like I might, unless it doesn't turn out, get the bus. Uh, yeah, and I think I will get the bus. <laughs> so I was wrong, I had an extra four uppy downies, an extra four, which would be the dirtle door. So there is four uppy downies between White Nos and Dirtle door. But they are. The last one is Dirtle Door itself. But I skipped that because otherwise. Because <laughs> that's the highest. Uh, that's why, but you've got the steps. So. It's actually ironically the easiest. So, yeah. Barring something going wrong, and it probably will, that I would say is a success because I know it's fairly easy going although not completely 
I've got a nasty feeling there might be another uppy down here lurking. I'm pretty sure the worst uppy down here was after the beacon thing. I think now it's white north. So free ground. I'll speak to you soon. Addendum. Um, I probably have to explain more what this whole thing was about. Um, because the whole thing on Friday with the, you know, my jelly legs and just kind of, you know, I was panicking was partly because, you know, it's like I've done that before and, you know, I've done previous trips, I've done kind of something similar, you know, overwork myself, but not had that reaction in my legs and and so I sort of kind of lost my confidence and so that's why it's important to do that section today before I move on just to just to show myself I could do it I had a feeling you know I had spent three days of my you know a couple of days longer than I was planning here I was planning to do the CERN trip but I wasn't planning to to sort of hang around several days more specifically just to give my legs a chance to recover from what happened on Friday and you know my feet still hurt but it seems like now I've done that section from Dirtledore to White Noss you know I feel like I can now handle this might be famous last words golden cap and that sort of part because that gets much more uppy they're not kind of I can gather not not so much these constant very exhausting little up down up down up down hills well little but they're i actually saw a guy in his sort of 20s or maybe 30 fit guy with a rucksack red-faced and sweating after well that would have been after hill the one the hill, the hill that i just just kind of gave up on that hill it would have been you know, and so he just kind of started. <laughs> so it's not just me. <laughs> so I feel better about it now. Whereas at the time, I was just like, uh oh, do you have to cancel the whole trip if my legs can't even cope with something I've done before? And yeah, I pushed it and I definitely pushed the boundaries. But um, it wasn't really anything that I'd not done before. It wasn't like a, I used to do 20 mile walks a long time ago, but you know, it was nothing massively onerous. Like I suddenly said, oh, I'm going to do a 15 mile walk today from, you know, it was, you know, eight miles. But, you know, I'd already done about five or six of that. And it was just. Yeah, I think it's because it's just too early. I should have built up with the Cernabas, built up with the the other things, the short trips, and just built up my sort of legs strength and getting used to it again. I think doing it on day three, or really day two, was a very silly thing to do. I wasn't planning it. It was just a case of like, oh, well, we can either walk on, legs feel okay, or we can walk back. I should have walked back, <laughs> you know. 
I always have the general rule that when walking on the coast, I want to walk along the coast if I can at all avoid doing what I'm doing now, which is walking down a very white chalk track. Um, I will do it, but sometimes it's led me into situations where I'm like far from anything and suddenly the weather comes in or or my legs give up you know so but never that dramatically I've never had that jelly leg thing so I was like Ooh, oh. so now I've done that we you know it's three and a half miles and then it's about two miles into our mind so ask me how I feel later um or tomorrow but it feels ooh, someone wild camping um it feels better than it was last week and a part of that i think was just the heat it was the heat trying to do it to do it too early in in the week trying to do too much too quickly and uh it doesn't remind me of how out how fit i am and i'd like to do more of these trips and please do donate at ko-fi.com slash tjbarts that's ko-fi.com ko-fi ko-fi.com slash tjbarts or go to the website which is in the anchor links tjbaker.co.uk and you'll see a link there and uh, yeah because I'd love to do more of these it's just a case of money and, uh, you know, I got to the point where there are other things going on. I was like, I had to go. I had to go on this trip, this jaunt. You know, like, it was like now or never. Uh, well, not never, but, you know, for this year. And it was like, well, we're going to have to try and do it as cheaply as possible. So I have been. I've been cooking. Oh, your cooking last night went wrong. <laughs> you know, my favourite dish was pasta. It is pasta with a nice sauce because I found out that you can actually cook pasta quite happily on a in a little sort of 750ml billy can type thing I've got a titanium one an ultra light one silly, spent silly money on it even though it's from China but um, but it's it's very good it's a cafe press as well so that's why the extra money but the well it wasn't really silly money but vegetarian but but it, it works really well but the you know it's all these things i'm trying with it like risotto is all right and pasta but of course draining out the pasta by inverting it and pouring it out the little hole you can guess what happened pasta on the floor uh and i had to sort of because it was like i was so tired and it was 10 10 30 11 by that time my pasta was ready I just picked it up off the grass and ate it. They picked the bits of grass off. It was hot, but I had to reheat it all up again because, of course, heating the grass and everything, I couldn't just add in the sauce as I had before. And you know, the, the pasta would heat up the sauce, and so I just re-add it all. Oh, it was just a bit of a nightmare, but you know, I've been doing that, so that's saved some money, and I've not had a barn. There's a Bramley's Barn, which is a restaurant. I've not had a barn experience because they closed so early and I went there last night, you know, and look, I took one look at me and went, I don't think so. 
at eight o'clock and they were supposed to finish eating food at nine. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I know where I'm not wanted. Yeah, very much that, you know, very much like, no, not you, not your kind. So I don't think I'll bother their doors again. Because I remember when I first came there, that's why I ate the first night. So it's a kind of a tradition to eat there at some point. Or the first night, I tried the first night, but I was too late. And they've changed it. Used to be till 10 o'clock, now it's 9. Even though they're open for drinks or open till 11, and they stopped doing food at 9. So I was like, oh, I'll get there for 8. Or just after 8. Nope. So I just, I don't think I'll bother with the barn in future. So, yes, I think it's a successful day. I've done, t- what was it, three, was it four? Three pieces, at least three pieces, yeah. And I could have done more, but <laughs> if I had the strength to walk home on my own, you know, across the coast, then it would be great, it would be fine. But, you know, it's, uh, unfortunately, no. So, yeah, I'm signing off. This unfortunately ended up being a long podcast, but an important one for me, I think, to get my confidence back for when, hopefully tomorrow, and I haven't done my research yet, so it might be Thursday, but, but yes, moving down the coast, but by bus, not by rail, because there's the rail strikes on Thursday and Saturday so I have to be here for a while yet anyway so speak to you soon